0: Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real-life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip, and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. I'm so excited to chat with you all today about praying for the right perspective and heart this Christmas season. Just last night, my husband and our children and myself got together in the living room. We pulled out our Christmas tree with all of our ornaments, and it was really interesting seeing all the ornaments that our children had made over the years. Each year, they make ornaments at school, and my mother, their grandmother, has the tradition of giving them an ornament every single year so each year we have more ornaments to put on the tree but they're not just any ornaments they remind us of christmas seasons past and they're good memories that we love to hold and cherish As much as we love putting up the Christmas decorations and preparing hot chocolate and building gingerbread houses, all of which we do, by the way, my main goal as a mother is to share with my children the true reason for this season and that, as many of you know, Jesus. This Advent season, we celebrate the anticipation of the coming of our Messiah, Jesus Christ, and the promise fulfilled that He came to this earth as a child, as the Son of God, that He died for our sins and rose again that we too may have eternal life. But As many of you have probably experienced yourself with the commercialism of the holidays and the hustle and the bustle and trying to get packages off on time and worry, everything can just kind of blur that reason, the true reason and meaning for Christmas. So as we're trying to instill this message into our children about what Christmas really is, I often myself have to Make sure that I'm in alignment as well, that I'm not worrying and stressed about details of Christmas when I could be consumed with its true and ultimate powerful meaning. One way that we as believers can do that, of course, is through prayer, Today, I want to give you some specific prayer points to pray to make sure that you're preparing your heart for Christmas, that you're staying in the joy, love, and hope that this season brings all for the right reasons. First, we can pray to God for joy of a promise kept As I shared with you, just the rush of this season and this holiday time can really strip us of joy that's rightfully ours in Christ, the reason why Christ came in the first place. But Christmas reminds us that God is, in fact, faithful. Isaiah 9-6 is a prophecy found in the book of Isaiah about the coming of Christ the Messiah. It says, For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be on his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, when God's people, the Israelites, heard this prophecy, they were in a time where they had been disobedient to God. And they had really distanced themselves from God. And so in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah is prophesying the consequences of their actions. But when we get to Isaiah 9, 6, there's this glimmer of hope that they have fallen away due to their sins, yet there is a Messiah coming who will be a mighty God to them, a wonderful counselor, an everlasting father, and their prince of peace. Now when they heard this prophecy, it would have given them hope for what is to come. But for us, reading the prophecy after the coming, the first coming of Jesus, it gives us joy. Because we know that God keeps his promises As a mom, I'm hesitant to make promises to my kids unless I know without a doubt that I can keep it. I know that situations occur, mistakes happen, things unexpected can pop up. And so often, instead of making an absolute promise to my children, I'll say, maybe, or we'll see. But God is a God who can give his word convictingly Because he knows without a doubt that he can and will and has kept his word. We've seen this to be true surrounding the birth of Christ. Now Isaiah 6-9 is not the only prophecy of the coming Messiah. There are so many more in the Old Testament, all of which have already come true. If you are waiting for God on something, if you've been praying for something for a really long time, this Advent season, this season where we anticipate the coming of Christ, where we celebrate the anticipation of his first coming, is a reminder that God keeps his promises. And if he kept his promise in Isaiah 9, 6, (laughs) he will keep his promise today. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And this Christmas season is a reminder to hold that joy for a promise kept because our God is a promise keeper. I encourage you to pray to God this season that he will fill your heart with joy, knowing that he will always keep his word. The next prayer I want to encourage you to pray this season as we are trying to cultivate a heart for Christmas that focuses on Jesus Christ and not distracted by the things this world is that we would pray for revelation of the love that we receive from God, the God that came to us. In Isaiah, Jesus is called Emmanuel, and that means God with us now, Jesus coming to earth as a man, as flesh, truly shows his humility because there are so many kings, there are so many rulers that get the title of ruler just for the sake of having the title and for the pride in having the power, but Jesus instead humbled himself. He came down to us, not just to become like us, but to die for us that he may overcome death and grant us eternal life. That is love. The fact that Isaiah nine, six tells us for unto us, a child is born is so significant Because this coming Messiah that God's people were expecting, they didn't know exactly what to expect. They just knew something good was happening. For all they knew, there could have been some angelic being or some sort of celestial creation that God made outside of the human race to come be the Messiah. But no, he sent his son in frail human flesh. Now, why did he do that? That's the meaning of Christmas. Because he loved us. That's the meaning of the gospel. I want to share with you Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 11 that says, Having this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Love is about moving forward in a relationship at a cost to yourself. This is what Jesus does for us. And Christmas reminds us that he went the distance to show the love of God to us through his sacrifice. Now it's up to us to receive it And share that love. The last prayer focus that I want to give to you as we prepare our hearts for Christmas is the hope that this season gives. As I was sharing with you, the original hearers of Isaiah 9-6 would be hearing this prophecy about the coming Messiah. We know that he has already come. We know that he has already died and rose again for our sins. And that the promise that God made that this Messiah was coming has been fulfilled. But there is another promise that we hold to. And that is the return of our Savior. And because we know that God was faithful to keep his promise before we have joy, we talked about that at the beginning of the podcast. We also have hope for his return. Hebrews 10:23 says, "Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful." God is faithful to keep His promise, and not only does that give us joy for what He's already done, it gives us hope for what He will do. We are like the Israelites waiting for our Savior, and I cannot think of a better time for hope than now, than this Christmas season, with everything going on in the world, all the craziness going on It can strip us of our hope. You can turn on the news and everything looks so grim and so dark and so hopeless if you're looking at now. But if we look at what God has done, if we remember what he is doing as a promise keeper and we know what he will do, we will have a steadfast hope that will encourage us in this Christmas season. Just the other day, my husband surprised me uh, with letting me know that he prepared a getaway weekend for me and him for our anniversary. Now, he did all of the planning, and he originally was going to keep it a surprise until the actual anniversary weekend. But then he changed his mind, and he told me about the weekend early because he said he wanted me to have something to look forward to. He wanted to also give me the gift of expectation. And as each day has gone by, coming up to our anniversary weekend, that is exactly what my heart has been filled with. Anticipation, expectation, hope for what is to come because I know that it's coming. Surprises are great. And there's still an element of surprise. I don't know exactly everything that we're going to do, but I know something good is coming. And Jesus gives us this same expectation. And Christmas reminds us of a greater hope, not only the coming of Christ, but his return. Let's take some time right now to pray that our hearts are ready to receive the joy, love, and hope that this Christmas gives us. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you instill joy in the hearts of all the listeners of the Teach Us To Pray podcast this Christmas season, regardless of what they're going through, regardless of what they see when they turn on the news, regardless of what their doctor says or what negativity they're dealing with or what negative thoughts are telling them, God, I pray that your joy will will surpass everything that they're experiencing right now and that they will remember that you are greater and you are their promise keeper. I pray, Lord, that you will overwhelm our hearts with the love that you have so graciously lavished on us as children of God, that we will be reminded, Lord, of the great length that you went so that we could have a right relationship with you, that you sit your only son so that we could know you and that we could know your love, Lord. I pray that that love would manifest afresh in our lives this season, that we would know it like never before, God, that it would enlighten us a spark to receive your love and to share it with those around us. And Lord. I pray for a renewed hope this Christmas season in our hearts that instead of looking at the future, instead of feeling discouraged or anxious or depressed, we would experience and feel your hope, Lord, because we know that if you did it before, if you kept your promise before, you will do it again. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Before we close today, I want to invite you to join me in the Beloved Women app that you can download in the Apple or Google Play stores or at BelovedWomen.tv because this month in December, we're going to be doing a Bible study on Isaiah 9-6 where we're going to go through each of the four names of Jesus listed in that scripture as our Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace to really break down what these names of Jesus mean and their significance in our lives today. I'd love for you to join us there. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insight and helpful tips on how you can pray. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer, so I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you will share it with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us To Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn How just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at BelovedWomen.org and check out the show notes to download my free five-day prayer guide. I also want to invite you to study the Bible with me by downloading the Beloved Women app available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach us to pray is a production of life audio and the salem web network if you enjoyed this episode would you take a minute and leave us a review in your podcast app it really does help more people like you find the podcast to hear more from christina patterson be sure to check out her fantastic site belovedwomen.org a special thanks to kelly gibbons stephen sanders and stephen mcgarvey for their production and editing on this episode you can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. where are a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.